I'm joined now by Opito Williams CEO, the MP for Mangari. Tinakoi. Tinakoi. Kia ora. Kia ora. Whereabouts are you tonight? I'm in Napier at the moment, um, just coming out of meeting with Ngaiwi uh, Tomoana, um, preparing to meet with some of the ROC workers here tomorrow. And how are things at home? Um, I was there this morning, and we've got a good team there um, with the councillors leading with the uh, local board and chairs. We also have the Minister for Pacific Peoples, Barbara Edmonds, here, take a visit with the new CEO. And where things are humming, lots and lots of people coming through. Uh, and the centre is, the evacuation centre is meeting the needs of our community. And right next door to it also is the Pacific Hub Response Hub. This is established here for long-term information responses, information in the languages of our communities to help with some of the more long-term issues of housing, of insurance claims, of preparing for the young people who will not be able to return to school quickly because of the schools also requiring uh you know, recovery and and being fixed up, particularly those schools have been severely damaged by floods. Yes. How many people are in the centre, Opito, Moana Noyakiwa Pool and Leisure Centre? Oh, look, I, I don't have the exact numbers today, but it's been full through um, ever since we moved there last week and it continues to receive high numbers. Everybody's now going there rather than the original... Uh, evacuation or emergency response that was in um, in, in Hanwood Park. Yes, that's right. It's moved to that, and, and it's great to hear that there's uh, all that advice right next door. But is there anything that you need that the rest of Auckland, uh, the rest of the nation, can help with? Well, look, I think um, what we we have received tremendous support um, with people providing food, providing blankets, and and others, furniture, etc. I think what's happening here is we have to manage all that, and that means that um, as the more severe cases now come through, um, housing is a big issue for them. And at the moment, we just we're just trying to manage through that for tem- temporary accommodation. But we're also seeing that we've got to have um, people providing clinical support and mental health support as families struggle when the councils are saying their houses now are unsafe to enter and people don't want to leave their properties, don't want to leave that particular area. So some of these problems are long-term and it is best to work through uh, the civil defence and the Auckland emergency who are coordinating all of that. For the Pacific response, the Ministry for Pacific Peoples is coordinating that with our health providers. And doing a good job as far as you're concerned? Absolutely. Um, you know, it, this the response had to be put up quite quickly. It was unfortunate. It was right on Friday night. Um, and, and then, of course, people were preparing for the long weekend, weren't expecting this sort of thing. So I do have to take my hat off to the response of government agencies and the response of our health providers and social services on the ground and just the tremendous aroha 
from people across the region wanting to help. Yes, I've seen some of the, the videos, some of the stories. Incredible. Uh, you, yeah. You've said that you don't want people to feel whakama, shame or embarrassment. Are they coming forward? Um, many are, but many are also reluctant. And I think I've received um, from one family last night, if we could just withhold posting on media or social media photos of their family coming through because, you know, you're talking about proud people who've always been independent, never having had to ask government for support, never having had to put a claim through insurance. And these things are all relatively new. I think people are still feeling a bit of a shock and people are not quite sure about their long-term viability of homes and stability for their families and looking long-term also about money. So uh, there is still that sense, and I'm saying to them, please don't feel that way. Uh, please still come forward. And the Information Hub next door actually, because it provides information in the languages of our community, there's a sense of confidence that we're trying to uh, provide that assurances to the people. Oh, that's good. And what about today's rain? How did it affect Mangari? Uh, we heard that there wasn't going to be very much of it, but it was quite persistent. It was persistent, but it's not as heavy as we feared. And But the persistency of, of it also means that... Um, that you know, there, some houses are still unsafe, and it makes it harder for continuation of a cleanup. I mean, my own garage is well, I've just left it there. We've got a sleep out that was damaged, and I've just asked my daughter who sleeps in there, just leave it until all the rain has stopped, and hopefully that'll be next week. Oh. But it does make it really, really challenging. You know, do you clean up or do you wait and, uh, for the next flooding? That's <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, everybody's um, just on tenterhooks, aren't they? That's right. Yep. And so I, I think when, when you have consistent rain like that, it's not a deluge, but you're sort of wondering, oh, will this end soon or will it get worse? And so the uncertainty is probably the, the killer in most families. Yeah. And what about the airport? Did you get out to the airport to see how the cleanup was going? The airport is in full operation, I have to say. Um, and so, you know, um, the people who did all the cleanup, you've got to applaud them for the way that they've done that. The flights internationally, we've had um, social media requests about people being stranded in the islands and wanting to get back to check on their homes, but also wanting to get back to um, for schooling and for work. Um, those flights are now um, arriving, and I, I, I think there's still a backlog, but it seems like there's been a relief with the flights coming back. But the airports are in full operation at the moment, both domestic and international. Yeah, and the lessons, uh, you know, to be learned regarding emergencies like these, they'll be really looking at that very closely, won't they? I think so. But it's also the lesson of accepting that climate change is here to stay, wetter, drier, hotter, and we've got to be prepared for it. Um, and furthermore, the in, uh, the information about, you know, being around uh, near the oceans, near flood pathways, those are all things that have to be taken in consideration long term. We cannot just accept the fact that we've got big land masses and mountains and therefore we think that we'll be okay. It's real and we have to be prepared for it. Um, the island, small island states are always 
resilient and always prepared for these things. But I think for New Zealand, um, you know, we have to now accept that this is going to be a regular pattern of natural events occurring and more intense than ever before. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Apito, for joining us tonight. I know you've got a very busy schedule, so we appreciate it. Thank you very much. All the best and happy Waitangi Day. Yes, same to you. <laughs> that, that's Alpito Williams, CEO, MP for Mangari.